The GPS DairyCast features the high-value insights of the GPS Dairy Consulting Team's trusted advisors and the owners and managers from the elite dairy farms they serve. These conversations deliver on the GPS Dairy Consulting promise to inspire change and grow leaders. Hello and welcome to the GPS DairyCast. I'm Peggy Coffin from the Uplevel Dairy Podcast, serving as your host, and I'm coming to you today from the 2023 GPS Leaders Forum. One of the speakers today was Christy Pagel from Leading Edge Consulting, and we've got her along with GPS Dairy Consultant King Hickman to dig into the details of her very well-attended and important conversation around the topic of employee turnover. Get ready to turn over some details you may have not thought about before on this important topic on the GPS DairyCast. Christy, we're glad you could join us for this GPS DairyCast. It's exciting to have you back with us in some respects, so glad that you could be here. Thank That's you. Awesome. Um, as I looked at the, this podcast and looking at what you do every day and your consulting, and we've had the chance to work on dairies together a, a lot, and that's been really good. You bring that expertise of people, and as I looked at your presentation at the forum, what struck me was that as a veterinarian, that you look at people issues much the same way that I would look at cow issues as far as looking at culling and herd turnover and things like that. What struck me was I can look at any of my dairies, I can ask any of my dairy producers what their turnover rate is. They can tell me. I ask them what, how they calculate that. They can tell me. I ask them what the main reasons and when their culling occurs. A lot of them can tell me. They've, they know how to dig into that. But what I saw you do in your presentation was look at people issues and people turnover on the dairy as much in much the same way. But I don't think I could ask any of my clients what their turnover rate of employees is or how they calculate it or what it means to them or even how do they how do they address that. And as I talk to my clients and I'm asked what some of the biggest struggles my dairies have, it's her it's it's employee turnover. So I wanted to bring you on to be able to talk about and I think introduce some new concepts to the dairy industry about how to look at people turnover on their dairies. I remember I one time gave you a suggestion for a, of a talk that you were going to give. And, and the, the suggestion I made was, if people are our greatest asset, why do we treat them like liabilities? I don't think you used it, but I thought I thought it was profound. But and I, and I think that's what you're doing here is they're an asset on the dairy, and we need to figure out how to keep them on the dairy, right? Absolutely. So as as we go into that, maybe just tell us a little bit about your company, what you do for consulting, and how you came upon the need to look at people turnover in a new way. Sure. So. You know, King, thanks for thanks for having me on. You know, Leading Edge Consulting, right, That's mm-hmm. it's all about people. And so I get to spend 100% of my time focused on people strategy. It's a big puzzle. Yeah. When you think about people, it is a huge puzzle. And so, you know, really, what are we going to talk about here today? We're going to talk about one piece of the puzzle, and that's about employee turnover. Do I cover all areas of people strategy at Leading Edge Consulting? We do. Absolutely. Whether it happens to be around onboarding, whether it is our strategy of how we're going to retain people, deal with conflict management, talent development. Okay, there, there's so many pieces to the puzzle. 
And so at Leading Edge Consulting, what we get to do there is we really get to identify what it is the farm or that business needs help with. Mm -hmm. We develop a blueprint, get some clarity around that, put a plan in place, and then we begin to execute, whether that's through team development, whether that's through one-on-one coaching, whether that's me facilitating a leadership piece to it. So Mm -hmm. the reality is, is that covers all aspects of people's strategy. And so today, yeah, like I said, we're going to focus 100% of our time around employee turnover, an area that I think we have huge opportunity in really digging in. So I'm looking forward to our talk. All right, yeah. So one of the first things I think that, and we've shared this with dairy producers forever when it comes to record keeping, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. Correct. And I guess my question for you is how did you arrive upon that aspect of people turnover and what kind of what kind of tools are you giving them or what how are they even measuring turnover and and is it the right the right way to do it or how many even are measuring it yeah so what's interesting is is when i ask that question everybody will say they have turnover and 0% right. turnover whether it's on the cow side the calf side or the people side 0% turnover should never be the goal turnover is okay okay we want to have the right kind of turnover. Okay. Let's get that. Let's get that out front. Okay. The the side when we think about turnover, everybody in the dairy industry wants to talk about their cows. Right. We don't want to talk about people. So my job has been to build the bridge. Okay. And come up with the analogies. So I like looking at people turnover in the same terms that we use on the cow side. Right. And so as you look at turnover, we have to really think about, is it voluntary or is it involuntary turnover? And become very clear around that. Did the employee leave because we asked them to leave? Did we terminate them? We're going to have some of those. Right. Right? We should have some of those. Okay. On the other side, did the employee leave on their own? And if that employee left on their own, was it avoidable? Or was it unavoidable? Okay. It's important to identify when we think about that employee leaving and we think about was it avoidable or unavoidable, some things are unavoidable. If, if I'm your employee and I come down with a terminal illness, mm-hmm. it's not that one you can't fix. Right. You can't fix for me. So we, are, we could have some of those. The, the bigger issue becomes... In the sense of if it was avoidable, do we understand even the reasons of how we could have helped reduce that risk mm-hmm. of avoidable turnover? So you have to ask why, right? You have to <laughs> ask why. And you know what? Just like you said, being a vet, you want to fix it. Right. Yeah. All, yeah. Dairy, all dairy producers want to fix it. They want to go <laughs> to fixing it. Okay. Well, that's great. But if I said to you, King, what's your turnover rate? And then you give me the blank the stare. Place. Okay, we can't have that. We cannot <laughs> have that in our industry anymore. It's not acceptable. Right. It's not. Okay. So if you're not calculating your turnover rate, we've got to start there. So what? how do we calculate it? Well, we can Google for that. Can you? You can. All right. Okay. You can Google. There's going to be all kinds of different formulas. And so I'll share with you the okay. one that I use. All right. Okay. Because consistency is key. So I take... Let's look at a given period of time. For sake of being simple, we're going to look at annual. Annual. Okay, so we're going to look at the number of people who terminated in the year. 
we're going to divide that by the average number of employees we had throughout the year. We get a number, we take that times 100, we've got a percentage. Okay. Okay, that's a good starting point. If you're doing nothing today to calculate turnover, let's start annual. All right, where do I want you to get? I really want you to calculate your turnover on a monthly basis. Okay. And I really want you to calculate it by team or department. And then I really want you to calculate it, was it voluntary, involuntary? And was it functional or dysfunctional? Okay. So we have a long ways to go <laughs> on most farms. Because as I travel across the industry, I look across our industry, not everyone is calculating turnover rate. So if we can right. start there, it's a great place to start. So obviously as the veterinarian, the first thing I wanted to know, right, was why? So that I, as you said, so I can fix it. But you, you probably have to have a diagnosis first, right? You have to know you have to know when it happened. You have to know a lot of things about it. When I heard your recap is they need to start with just a general rate. And then if, if they can move from that to the next step and then the voluntary, involuntary, and then of both of those, functional versus dysfunctional. Close, yes. Okay. Yep. Let's not make it too complicated. Okay. okay. So when we think about the different types of turnover. Yes. We have voluntary and we have involuntary. Correct. Okay. Involuntary, actually, believe it or not, ends up being that the employee, okay, we terminated we them. Terminated we them. terminated yeah. them. Yeah. The voluntary is when that employee comes to us. And so when we think about different types of people coming to us, we have low performers and high performers. Okay. And when a low performer comes to us and says, I'm moving on, that's not a bad thing <laughs> for your business. Okay. That's, that, that's functional. That's part of the function of the business, okay. right? You, you are either going to let them go or they decided to move on. Okay. So low performers leaving your Got business it. on their own is not a bad thing. In fact, it's actually probably a good thing. The dysfunctional performer that leaves, that was a high performer. In every farm, every person can think of someone who was a high performer that came to them and that individual came up to them and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to move on. Mm-hmm. It's, like a, it's like a sucker punch to the gut on that day because you didn't see it coming. You did not see it coming. And so you, you automatically are stopped in your tracks to say, okay, why did this happen? What is going on here? There's some dysfunction on our farm. There's some dysfunction in our organization because we don't want to lose high performers. The dysfunction is on the person who's leaving. Right. That high performer. That's not it. That's our opportunity to turn the mirror and look inward at our organization and really evaluate, pause, evaluate, why are they exiting? What, What are we missing? Is there anything we're missing? And saying, here's what we're doing really well. A lot of people will do exit interviews Mm -hmm. to start to learn some of that stuff. You know, I shared in my presentation a lot of different reasons why people leave. It was not a a whole list that was, there's more to that list, right? And so that dysfunction, we've got to figure out, right? Do we have a poor manager? Are we not doing a good job of onboarding? Like, what's what's that reason? Mm -hmm. Okay, just like you said, I want to get to the why, Right. right? It's no different than the cow that goes down. 
Why? Why did she go Why down? Did she go down? <laughs> okay. Yeah. We want to know, right? What could we have done different to not have that cow go down? Right. We're doing the same thing on the people side. We're turning that baby around back at us. Yeah, that's the other question. People, I always say it's it's the other question or the question before the question. Mm-hmm. Before you ask the question, what was wrong with that person? You need to say, what? could I have done better so that that person didn't leave? That's, for me, the question before the question. That, and that's the one you have to answer. So can you dig even deeper into that then? Say you had multiple of those people leave within your annual calling. So you're going you're gonna to mm-hmm. calculate your annual turnover rate, and you're looking at these categories. Now you see we had a fair number of these dysfunctional turnover where do you go from there? Do you, do you break that down even further? Yeah. I mean, it's important too, right? Because you're trying to get to the root of what the issue is. So, you know, one of the things that can happen is as you're digging in and you're trying to solve, right? Because we're, we're kind of like investigating yeah. this whole thing. In order to fix, we have to do our homework. We right. have to gather the facts. And so as we're gathering these facts, one of the things we might learn is we've, we've got a poor middle manager. They don't do a very good job. Another reason could be, you know what, hey, we, we get them in the door, we show them where, you know, their locker is, where the time clock is, we put them in the parlor and we yeah. say, all right, adios, you're on your <laughs> yeah. own, right? Like that, Somebody else will show you what to do. Someone yeah. else will show you what to do. And then we don't have that, that proper onboarding. Yeah. We have to think about, and we have to turn that table as to what are all those reasons? Yeah. And so it, it's important to look at intervals. When we look at calling rates on the herd, we look at first 30 days, first 60 days, mm-hmm. same thing? So for simplicity's yep. sake, I like to keep language the same. Okay. Okay. So if we use, right, in transition cows, we use 0 to 30, 0 to 60 days in milk. Okay. Well, today I think we should probably keep that the same, okay. but that is not where we need to be. Think about where the intervals are on your farm that you have intentional interaction with those people. So if the first 14 days is extremely critical for a new employee, Mm -hmm. your first interval should be the first two weeks, okay? Then look at, okay, first paycheck might be a month in, all right? Well, do you cut them loose and not have any more intentional interaction after that? Shame on you. Like, you got to. You have to, right? So so for today's sake, because in order to have this bridge of getting us where we need to get... If zero to 60 is what you want to do, great. Just know I'm going to challenge you and our industry should challenge each other to get to a much tighter window of of where Mm -hmm. we need to evaluate. Because that's going to help us evaluate some of the reasons why that, why is it happening the first two weeks? It gives us that opportunity to look at a very tight time frame. Maybe it's onboarding. They just didn't get onboarding. Where if it happened, if you're, if you're, Metric is telling you it's happening later than that. Right. You There's some be, other reasons. Correct. That, there could be a different reason, right? So yeah. think about it, right? If it's happening in the first 14 days, we know right where to start. Yep. Right? Are we just hiring the first warm body that comes in to our driveway? Yeah, we didn't do a very good yeah. job at interviewing them. Right. Right? We can work our way backwards to figure that out. If it's happening after the first paycheck before the end of year one, we can say, okay, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Are we doing proper training? Are we not training? Are they, you know, 
are we not telling them they need to come to work on time? Like there's, there's so right. many things that come into play around that. The GPS Dairy Consulting Team is thrilled to host the 2024 Herd Manager Retreats designed to provide a community of learning and exchange of ideas and sharing of best practices among an elite group of dairy leaders and herd managers. It is offered in English and Spanish at three locations. These interactive family-oriented sessions offer an opportunity to cultivate growth and expand the relationships and networks of your key leaders. Look for registration details for each site. Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin, Frankenmuth, Michigan, and Arnold's Park, Iowa at gpsdairy.com. Or talk to your GPS Dairy consultant and find the link for more details in the show notes. Well, do you have a good example of when you've helped a dairy look at that pattern and find find the problem, identify the problem? Yeah, so once, once we kind of right, get some facts around that, mm-hmm. we're digging it in. One of the highest rates of turnover is in that first 30 days. Okay. Okay. So nice spot to look at is just look at what are we doing with an individual from the first time we meet, meet them to those 30 days, and then you begin to evaluate. So, so when, when you and I have, you're my new employee, Yes. okay? And let's just use that as the example. You and I connect, and I go through the interview process with you. I actually ask you, what is it you're looking to do? What do you want to get out of this job? How long? What are some of your goals that you have? Right. I questioned that dairy specifically. Like, do you actually ask some of these questions of the person who's coming? Mm -hmm. Even if they don't speak the same language as you, we need to be asking questions. Because we need to understand, is this someone who I want on my team or not? And so when you begin to start at the beginning, before they've even gotten any minute on your time clock, we have to start all the way back there mm-hmm. to evaluate. So once you begin to do that, does it take more time? Yes, yeah. it does. Is it a change in your process from what you did before? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yep. But you have to decide. If we determine most of our turnover happens in those first 30 days, we've got to look at that, right, yep. from the very beginning. If that turnover is happening you know, somewhere after they've started to when that first paycheck comes around, then we got to look at, did we, did we do a good job of explaining what our expectations were going to be mm-hmm. for them to be working for us? Did we properly train them? Did we integrate them into our family here on the farm or not? Right. Okay. So it is, it's a step-by-step check yeah. of what did we do? What didn't we do? How did we do it? I, I even have worked with a dairy along those same lines that took it as far as, do you have a place to live? Do you know where you're going to live? Do you have a warm jacket? Do you know where to buy groceries? We'll take you to yeah. the grocery store right now and show you yeah. how to buy groceries. You know, it's that that detail because sometimes it's not something on the dairy. It's they just haven't integrated, don't know how to integrate into the the culture or the the society. So yeah. So for a lot of right, a lot of people have relocated. Mm-hmm. They've relocated to this new area. They, they don't know where the market is. They right. don't know where to get stuff, right? They're Many sleeping them, in their car. Right, they're sleeping <laughs> in their car. You know, they, yeah. they've never experienced, a, you know, an upper Midwest winter, yeah. by golly. You know, it's interesting. Earlier in the sessions here at the forum, we talked about mental health. Right. Right? Food insecurity, shelter insecurity, right? All of that plays into mental yeah. health. It's so critical that we do not dismiss right. some of those outside factors that will come into our workplace. Yeah. 
So in, a, in an ideal world, you started out saying they should calculate this on an annual basis. How often should they be looking at this? A rolling annual basis in that every month they're calculating it on a rolling basis? Or? Yeah, so the key here, right, some people get really excited when they call you and they say, hey, I got a bunch of DAs going on. Right, exactly. Okay, well, they're going to do the same thing to me. when okay. they're If we're doing it on a monthly basis mm -hmm. and all of a sudden the turnover goes, whoo, right through the things. They're saying, Christy, you got to come fix it. Yeah. Okay, so just like you're looking at trends on your side, right. we're looking at trends on my side as well. Yep. So. So there's, there's kind of the catch. Ultimately, we'd like to do monthly, quarterly at a minimum. Mm -hmm. All right. Annualized, if you're doing nothing that gets us there, quarterly is ultimately the best. Okay. And for those who really want to dig in, we'll get down to monthly. Okay. And that can be on any size dairy. Absolutely. Absolutely. As these dairies begin to calculate this and trying to be consistent with other dairies, but... I imagine just like like we do with the cow data, we have to make sure that we're accurate in the what we're entering into whatever we're using to 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 measure that. Is there there's an accuracy issue too that you have to deal with? Absolutely right. So we talked about the importance of being consistent in the methodology right. of how you're calculating, and I shared how I choose to do it. Far, other farms are going to do it a little bit different. Okay, the key is to be consistent in how you're calculating it. And then the definition of the reasons. So just like on the yeah, cow side, yeah. we have a definition of the reasons for, for right. calling. We need to have the same on the people side and be consistent in right. our accuracy of how we're recording. Good luck with that on the people side because I, I haven't figured that out on the cow side. <laughs> so, so we have work to do. Yes, There's no yes. doubt. <laughs> and then tying that back, so when we look at culling and turnover in the herd, we look at what's the cost. What's the cost of a case of mastitis? What's the cost of that DA? Have you looked at the cost of people turnover? I don't know that any of us want to accept what that might be. Okay. But there has to be one, But right? there has to be one. And so... You know, what's interesting is Society for Human Resource Management, or SHRM for short, the term that they use and, and the formula they use when it comes to employee turnover, it's six to nine months worth of salary when you have an employee mm -hmm. turnover. And so think about that in the context of the different positions within your farm and the turnover that right. you are having. That number's big even for your entry-level positions that are constantly right. turning over. I'm not sure we really want to accept we, that we yet. We know that number, right? <laughs> but it's real. And they're not tracking it, and they're not tracking it when they look at their break-even, their cost of production. None of, that, none of that data goes in there. So I could see the getting it's like, and here's our employer turnover rate and what that's costing us and how that plays into our break even. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And You're so right. They won't want to know. They, they won't want to know it, right? <laughs> but we need to go there. We need yeah. to go there because that's what's next in our industry. Like, so as, as dairy owners, as cow people, right, we are good. We're great there. So when you think about the puzzle of people, mm -hmm. we'll get there, but we have to continue to go there. So it is going to mean we're going to get a little uncomfortable. Right. We are going to have to like face some realities, and if it's not a good number and you don't like the number, well, guess what? We got opportunity. <laughs> There's opportunity. Let's get yeah. after it. Yep. 
It's identifying the gaps, right? Absolutely. It's like where where is the gap? What do we need to fix so that this doesn't happen? Yeah, I've not met a I've not met a dairy man or a dairy woman that when they've identified an issue hasn't gone after it to right. figure out and solve it. So right. what do we do here? You know what? We've identified where there's probably some opportunity on any given farm, regardless of size. Yeah. And so we just gotta once we've got it identified, we gotta diagnose it. And by golly, we're gonna execute and get her done. Awesome. Well, thanks for being with us. This was tremendously enlightening for me. And I'm going to have these conversations with my clients. It's like, we need to start looking at this. This is as important as shrink. It's as important as the cow data. We, we need to know where we're at. And, uh, because one of the biggest complaints I get when I ask people, what are you struggling with? Or when I get asked by others, what are your customers' struggles right now? It's always herd turn, or not herd, it's always employee turnover and, and labor issues. But none of them can answer the questions that you're asking them to. So I think it would be a great opportunity to get this message out, yeah, collectively help our clients get better at it. Awesome. Thanks for the opportunity. And, yeah, it is a big puzzle yep. when it comes to people. And we just got to keep looking for each piece. And some pieces we need to replace and other ones we're going to put in the right spot. There you go. You just heard from Christy Pagel with Leading Edge Consulting, as well as King Hickman from GPS Dairy Consulting. Thank you for jumping on to the GPS Dairy Cast. I'm your GPS DairyCast host, Peggy Coffin from the Uplevel Dairy Podcast. Thank you for listening to this session brought to you from the 2023 GPS Leaders Forum. The GPS DairyCast features conversations that deliver on the GPS Dairy Consulting promise to inspire change and grow leaders. If this GPS DairyCast has you looking for more ways to become an elite dairy producer, Find more information in our show notes on how you can add a GPS advisor to your team.